0: Hi, folks. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of A Work-In-Progress D&D Podcast, a creative experiment of sorts. I'd like to mention that this podcast is not for children. Now, why don't we jump into this adventure? Alright, guys, and here we are. Episode 2 of the A Work-In-Progress D&D Podcast. Uh... Once more for introductions, we'll introduce ourselves—the three brothers that are running this game, playing this thing, doing the doing this D and D stuff. Um, so we'll just introduce our uh, ourselves and the name of our characters and all that again. I guess just to get that repetition going for our listeners out there. Hey, looking at you guys and girls and all in betweens. Uh, Sean, the eldest, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Of course. Uh, I'm Sean. I'm playing a human, an artificer armorer called Alex Arcadius.
0: Nice, nice. That's the eldest brother. And the younger brother? Uh, Youngest. It's, <laughs> it's Ryan. I'm playing a tiefling paladin of the ancients named Pine Deciduary. Nice. And your middlest brother, your middle brother. Me, Eric, the GMDM of this trio, running you through the Rainbow Coast with our adventure. And we're just going to get right on in. So let's go! So, last time on this podcast, the twos of yous, Pine and Alex, were... Traveling with this dwarven merchant company, the Steam Hoofs, and eventually made your way to the little town of Reedlit, which is located on what is known the Grey River, uh, which is completely to the east side of the Kingdom of the Rainbow Coast, which is where our adventure takes place. They're a little bit of just hopping off, grabbing a little bit to bite to eat since the merchants grabbing their uh, supplies won't be there until the next day. You enter the tavern inn known as the Base Bass. You meet up with Kathis uh, Croc Kicker, the Third, the proprietor. He gives you food. He also lets you know he and his wife are having a little bit of a rat problem down in their cellar. Uh, the rats only show up at night. So you guys take some time to kind of look around the town meet uh, some folks get some orders in for some art for a shield and a sword and eventually make your way back and just chill out until the evening the evening eventually hits you go down onto the cellar trying to find this rat problem where you end up finding the rats talking rats to be exact and they run away from you you finally catch them let them know that you're not trying to kill them because they're Talking, and you're curious as to why, you learn that the young boy Siegfried, who usually hangs out with these rats in this cellar and potentially other places, uh, has been captured by some rather nasty fae called Meanlocks in the Grey Wild, which is the sort of mystical, grey, otherworldly woodlands beyond the Grey River that no one really ever goes to. It is a mystical, magical place. Even more mystical and magical than the already magical world you all inhabit. So, using a little bit of uh, fey-like rat magic, they created a little portal for you guys to walk through and end up outside of a tree on the other side, which is where we left off as you two and the four rats on your shoulders head on in to the gray wild to start the first official adventure of this podcast the rats more or less know where they're going but this being the gray wilds strange things can you one can come upon various little interesting tidbits of stuff being as this the gray wilds is this sort of like border fae not quite like, full-on Wild and not completely like, you know, nor is it like the deep Wild where like, really crazy things happen. Excuse me, oh my god, it is It is a a day, we're having a day here <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. So, I'm gonna have, the way I'm gonna play this out, and the various things you're encountering before we're making it to the Mean Locks, is I want each of us and we can start with one of you two to roll a d8 and that d8 will determine whatever number you roll there will determine what encounter we're going to have we're gonna have three of these encounters and then we'll eventually make it to the main encounter of dealing with some mean locks that's how we're doing this all right yeah we're having fun today (laughs) so which one of you two would like? Do we want to start with the oldest? Do we want to start with the youngest? Like, which which out of the three of us, who has the more fey energy? I guess it would be me, because I'm running this, and I'm probably, the middle child. Probably charge. you. Right. Yeah, but... <laughs> if you want to go first. I feel like, you know, why don't we go firstborn? Because, you know, firstborn always has some sort of weird story magic thrust upon them. So, Sean, why don't you roll the d8 first? Alright. Two. Two. Yeah. I'm not anything, right? You are not. No, this okay. is just a straight, I have a set of eight different things, and you've rolled number two.
1: Alright. <laughs> so
0: as you two, with your rat companions on your shoulders, um start walking and, you know, kind of looking around, it's that same sort of like incredibly sweet and like savory smelling of various plants and like uh things and like that little hint of um decay like just barely on the uh edge of your like olfactory senses can i have you both make a perception check for me sure oh Oh, boy Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh, I guess there's no so reason hey, for me to do it. <laughs> we're starting off real good today. That yeah, one now yeah, whatever, I'll roll just in case. Well, yeah. eighteen. Uh plus
1: 18. one. 19. Okay, alright.
0: Um both of you can tell as you're walking, the temperature around you has been like nice. It's been like kind of uh it's temperate it's like kind of warm and that really nice when the sun hits you after you're you're walking under like uh, a bit of a cold shadow um but after a bit of walking for like what feels like maybe like an hour or so with the rats kind of looking out just you know pointing in the right directions and pine with your ability to kind of dodge out of the way of potential port- portals to the actual Fae, or even Deep Fae. Uh-huh. Um you both start to notice that it's getting a little colder. And the rat's like, who I gotta say, it's really starting to uh to to cool down a bit. I don't understand why. Um uh-huh. and it's like, oh yeah, it's really it's really chilly now. I don't, I don't, don't understand.
1: S- don't say cheese. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Rat am I, am I- Direction's correct. Uh, right, sharp. Come thinking think of it, what is your name?
0: <laughs> eh? Hey, you you, wa- you want to know my name? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh
1: you want can me- me give you me... a name? I was gonna say, you yeah. want me to give you a name like Cheese? Sure, give me a name like Cheese. Uh, okay, uh, this is to you, DM. Uh, in the cellar, what was in there?
0: Uh, there was various wine, uh, beer- uh like other kinds of like meat like mutton and uh like smoked bass and like ale uh roots and things like carrots and potatoes and turnips, okay, I'm uh, just gonna
1: say I'm thinking about either calling you wine or ale which one do you prefer ale sounds good all right you're ale <laughs> all
0: right anyway, you're oh, feeling geez. cold too I'm ale yeah, yeah it is kind of kind of cold what do you say like? Leader, it's like yeah, yeah. I I feel it's getting kind of cold. This one's on Ryan's shoulder, I guess. The head, the main talking rat, like yeah, it's uh getting kind of cold here. And that's when you guys notice snow starts to fall in the Fey Wild, in like the Gray Wilds. And it wasn't snowing before. And as you like kind of look back, there's no snow falling behind you. But as you keep walking forward, there's snow falling in front of you. Um and pine since you rolled that natural 20 you can sort of hear this faint it's it's like music in the distance very somber and melancholy sounding music like it's very um low and humming and almost an almost sort of ambience to like as you're moving in it has this very like wintry feel to it um mm-hmm. do you guys continue walking forward well i feel with the fact we're dealing with mean locks i feel any kind of distraction right now is bad for us and especially if changing the weather in a forest like this i think we need to keep hurrying forward yeah, yeah, okay. This is so definitely let's... weird, it wasn't like this before.
1: Alright, then we'll
0: avoid it! <clears throat> yeah, okay. So, as you guys are sort of kind of trying to make your way around in some sort of like strange, like still kind of following whatever weird path you were following, and it kind of like, you try to like at least skirt around, you happen to see what looks like in the distance a procession of individuals in particular pine you would recognize these individuals as vi- seeing them sort of in dressed in very different like shades of blue from darker blues to whites with ears that extend very very like high up elf like mm. um you'd recognize the t- the term that kind of comes to you is a ladrin. uh and you kind of see them walking with like interesting like bits of frost kind of touch the ground where they move and even as they're walking they're they're stuck in a perpetual like array of snow like it just follows them and the very front you see this incredibly beautiful like it's hard to tell a little androgynous but like with more feminine dress and such and like uh 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 say costume so that's all i can think of uh more feminine costume and like right astride like this pale white horse and you can see like frozen tears kind of like it's strange it's almost like your vision kind of changes and you can see these things and maybe that's part of the magic of the feywild and you see like frozen tears and you see that one person in the lead with this procession you can see like flags and things with like snow um like falling uh and even behind this front individual, just snow is like flowing out of their being, and they kind of look it over in your guys' direction with this incredibly sad face and just look at you guys. And I need you both to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh damn. <laughs> Trying to bring us over. <laughs> oh jeez. But God, I wanted to hide and cover our ears. <laughs>
1: That's a nine. That's nine. a nine. Uh, I got minus one my saving throw,
0: but uh, 15? 15. Okay, Alex, you kind of see this and are able to kind of look away quickly enough to just like you kind of get the end. Like the rats are also like, hey, sh- that's that's bad. Don't look. I, I, uh, no, don't look at that. Uh, okay, yeah, I kind of figured that was bad. Where's Pine? You can't pull yourself away from the sort of Shit. sad beauty of this procession, and it as she looks, they she uh, looks at you. You just get this overwhelming feeling of like sadness, like in your very being, and like before you can notice it, um. They've they've already marched off and you're just following the direction. And and the head rat's like, hey, hey, you okay? And it's like, oh my gosh. And like, Alex, you look at Pine and you can see yeah. frozen tears just pouring down um uh Pine's face. And Pine, you just feel real sad, dude. <laughs> like yeah. you yeah. just feel really, really sad. I was like, hey Pine, you okay? No. Pine. No, I don't. Like, (laughs) I feel like I want to just shake him up,
1: pull yourself together, (laughs) man. Yeah, you just this incredible
0: (laughs) sadness just emanated from this person in the lead, and you don't. And like, it's like because they've lost something. You don't know what that loss is, Mm. but you can feel it to like the very core of your being right now. So So you're just sad for for who knows how long. (laughs) Okay. I just got you okay? <laughs> I've... I could say I've been better, but maybe that'd be a bit of a lie.
1: Did they do something to you, or...
0: Uh, it's... I mean,
1: what they do to you? St- I don't know. Strange, Strange magics they- in,
0: in the Feywild and related things. Hey, it's okay. We'll, uh... We'll, we'll figure out a way to cheer you up. I mean, you know... I'm a talking rat! That's funny! <laughs> Maybe rescuing the child might cheer me up. Let's let's Roger go. Roger that. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So you continue on. I'm
1: just going. to I'm just looking back. and was like, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah, uh, Pine's supposed to be so cheery and happy. <laughs> <laughs> this not makes like me not upset. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know this is this is interesting. This is great. Yeah. I'm just uh, like, I'm just like looking back. I was like, what the hell? Was yeah, that? he's I got like a this. plus three to his wisdom save. Damn it. Well. <laughs> Uh, so it like just that pers- depends on the roll, because yeah, again I am minus one. <laughs> yeah, so like as as procession goes, you guys keep walking out of, and like it just goes past. The snow stops, and it starts to get warm again. Um, and things are just kind of like you're still a little sad though, Pine. Like it's starting <laughs> I, to light up. I still up a feel little cold bit. inside. Yeah, you still feel a little cold <laughs> and sad, even though the the temperature around you has uh warmed up. So with that though, Ryan. Yeah, uh-huh. Eric to ryan would you like to roll the next D eight and see what happens? And if you roll a two, roll again. Okay, I'll probably roll a two. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Knowing me, one. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Sorry. Oh no, no. This one I've been waiting for. Or this was. This is what. This is one of my favorites. All right. So, as you keep going. And the snow has gone away, the cold temperatures have risen back up to a, like, incredibly, like, good, hearty, fall, like, temperature. Yeah. A good, you know, you don't feel like you have to shed clothes or put on more clothes. You just feel, like, in that perfect range of temperature. Roll- You know what? I won't have you roll for this one. Um, as you guys keep going, like, forward, that smell of decay- starts to get stronger and stronger until eventually it becomes overwhelming. Not to the point where it's going to make you puke, but it just, it's just, it's so strong that it's overpowering all the other sweet, the intense sweet smells that surrounded you. And as you, like, pastor, you find the source of that smell, and before you is this nasty bubbling, like, pond with, like, these dead lily flowers that are just kind of floating about and it just kind of is, like, this brownish, blackish, sludgy water before you and in the very center of this pond, roughly, like, 70 feet out and around and even, like, the grass surrounding the water is kind of dead and dying and all the trees, like, sort of like, recoil back from this very pond and like everything on the outer edges, except in the very center is this tall, thick, white, dead tree. Is so, is like everything around it also kind of like dead? Like, we basically kind of walked into a bit of a swampy area, or a little bit, but it's just like this big pond in the center here. Like, around the edges, like, there's little bits of grass and like dead like dead grass and dead like cattails kind of dotting around and like just perfectly like dead lilies floating about and like lily pads but like around the outside of that past like the edge of the actual pond all the trees and other foliage are like reeling back like not even wanting to like look at this but in the center is this big white dead tree is there anything on the tree? Do You guys look at the tree. I will avert my eyes and okay. just try and not look at it. Okay. Um, Alex, you look at the tree. Actually,
1: well, I don't know. Just from like what happened with the snow base, I would probably bear. be more cautious. Poke the bear. <laughs>
0: Did you say poke the bear? Poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I pro- now, I think my character went- he's being more cautious now because of- because of the previous encounter, he
0: probably went. Okay. If you don't want to. <laughs> uh, don't- don't feed into my morbid curiosity. Ooh. Please. <laughs> Love of God. Uh, not going- nope, not going Look. Hey, is there something out there? <laughs> <laughs> Does Jeez. can I ask one of our rats? No, that'd be too mean. He wouldn't do that. <sighs> what you're gonna do? We, him do him we th- hear anything? Oh, do something. hear anything that that's out of the ordinary? Make a perception check for me. Two. I think it's just a, this one. Uh, Fourteen. Oh, oh, Fourteen. Still
1: not used to this. Uh, I roll eleven. Eleven. It is eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go to Pine. It's like, Lumbar Mice, do you think we should keep going?
0: <laughs> and Pine turns around, uncovering his eyes, says, What? And then looks at the tree. <laughs> yes! Awesome. Alright, cool. Uh, I need you to roll a charisma saving throw. <laughs> oh, good. That's high on yours, isn't it? Well, unless I roll a seven plus five, which is 12. Maybe Pine. that's that'll be enough. <laughs> Pine. You look at the tree. And you're like, there's no reason to look at this. There's nothing here. Oh. Huh. Yes, yeah, so we should keep going. What <laughs> you notice roll roll an insight check for me, Alex. Insight? Yeah.
1: Ah. Uh... Oh, that's a nine. Well, nine plus uh,
0: one. Tw- uh, ten. You notice something odd. Like watching Pine look at the tree, and he watch his face sort of glaze over as he said, there's nothing here, we should move on. Oh, shit. <laughs> do you look at the tree?
1: Oh, uh, what do you mean, like, glaze over? Like, ha- like, like- Put, he looked at it? Is, is he still looking at it? Or, like, he uh,
0: looked at it like, and he looked intently, and then you watched his face just sort of became uninterested as though not of his own volition, and decided that there's nothing here to walk on.
1: I'm not going to walk.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Enough with so, the curiosity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, but but right, oh, What the-. happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, alright, fine, let's just move on.
0: Rax, lead the way. <laughs> lead the way yeah. around this scene. W- was mm-hmm. I still looking at the tree? Like, am I still just- Oh! like, No, you looked at the tree, and then that feeling of there's nothing here came over you, and you just decided to move on. Huh.
1: Like, and again, that wasn't his his choice. Like, or can I tell it wasn't, like, his choice? You
0: right? can tell it was- It didn't- I'll say with you guy, with you understanding magic, it definitely didn't seem like that was his choice.
1: Uh.
0: It definitely seems like whatever magic is on this tree when you look at it makes you think that nothing is there.
1: Oh, it makes you think. Hmm.
0: If from from what you're getting of Pine's uh reaction to looking at the tree and then just like going sort of slack faced and then saying that nothing here is interesting, let's move on, uh, makes you wonder that the magic here is trying to keep you from seeing something.
1: Okay. Actually, okay, I'm gonna go, like, Pine, are you yourself right now? <laughs> hmm? Are you are you at least normal? Yeah, I feel fine. I'm still right. a tad sad. from. Yeah, he's still before. sad, but okay. like... <laughs> Alright. I I'm gonna need you to trust me on this. I'm gonna take what, just in case. I'm being cautious with the snow fate, I'm gonna take a try to take a look at the tree. If I start walking towards it, like I, walking towards mm. it for some reason, you pull me back and drag me out of there, okay?
0: But there's nothing that okay. I know.
1: I'm going to take a look. I'm just gonna take a look. All right? Okay. Oh, well,
0: I am you, re- you to make hey, hang out. For-
1: Well, mm-hmm. you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll look, all right. once I walk. And what was it again? You-
0: I need you to make a charisma saving throw.
1: Okay. I'll. Uh oh, Well, you going to add something to that or...
0: No, I was just gonna tell you what the DC was to let oh, okay. Ryan well, know okay. how cool. To... Uh 15 plus
1: one. Sixteen.
0: Sixteen? Yeah. The DC was thirteen. Thirteen? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So Alex, as you say this to Pied and you look at the tree, you can feel this ma- there's magic here. There is some sort of Magic that wants you not to see what is around the tree. And you can feel it. You can feel that sort of magic starts to emanate into you, and it's just like trying to convince you that nothing's here. There's nothing here. There's nothing of interest on this tree. It's an ugly pond with a dead tree in it. There's nothing here. And you break through. And you see, on the tree, some sort of... it's, It's hard to say exactly, but it looks like a flask. A flask of iron is just like embedded into the wood of the tree and you feel like whatever put this here and whatever created the magic that is trying to keep you from finding it is the thing that probably put this magic here and you feel like the magic that is has created this scene in front of you is malicious and it's trying to keep you from noticing the thing, the flask, that you have now noticed. Okay. It's like, okay, I'm actually seeing something. How? There's nothing here. I, I, I yeah. don't know what you mean.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think there's something that's preventing us from looking at. And I, I'm... i I'm thinking that could be, like, the... What'd you say was in front just, like, dead?
0: There is... In front of you, between you and the Entry. tree with this flask in it, is a black, brown, sludgy pond. It's roughly from where you are to the tree about seventy feet. There are like lilies all around it, but yeah.
1: All right, I'm think. I'm gonna. Go- I'm thinking I gotta pull that out. I mean, I
0: myself. You know- you see it too now? You're... <laughs> of course, cheese <Jeez>, guys. I <laughs> <She's> fucking cheese picture. <laughs> yeah, I see it too. I'm thinking we
1: gotta get that out of there. It doesn't belong Give, there. Okay, get what out of there? You're. Okay, okay. I just. So are you okay? Yeah. Yes, I'm fine. I'm me. I just noticed that there was a kind of like what looks like a flask like object embedded into that tree that's causing this. This illusion I... of us not wanting to see. Weird. I know. I'm gonna go over there again. Get, get it. I'll say I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go slowly on the pine because I I still yeah. think it's there. Uh, I think it's just like and, an illusion.
0: And pine's gonna reach out and grab you because you told him if you started walking towards <laughs> yeah, this I know to I did. stop you. Sure.
1: <laughs> okay, I know. I just meant if I I should have been specific. If I say nothing, like I just go I just go like death face like
0: no, nope. because <laughs> in his perspective you're the one who got tr- like magically affected by this so he's gonna try and stop you i'm <laughs> no,
1: um, gonna explain this okay uh i didn't want to do this but uh can i didn't want to use one of my first level spells but i may can i give him detect magic can that work um
0: no you can't give
1: it to him no damn it oddly enough i have it
0: <laughs> Um... But nothing's here. Uh, you watch... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Sean. What do you want to try?
1: Well, that was one of my main things. I was hoping I could do that on him. Uh... I don't want to... I really don't want to use one of my first solo spells. Ah.
0: I'm trying to think it. Well, here. Pine, you want to try and stop him? Yes. <laughs> okay, so what do you... Are you gonna roll just, like, a strength check? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Alex, I need you to roll an opposed strength check against his. He's gonna roll, and you need to roll higher than whatever he gets, to, so you can continue going forward.
1: Okay. Here we go. Uh,
0: unnatural 20. 15. Alright, so, Alex, you go, he go, Pine reaches out to grab me, because he's like, no, you told me to pull you back if you started to go towards it, and, and, uh, and, um, Alex, you just kind of like grab it around, like throw his hands off, like tell him to stop. And you watch as Cheese goes, I stop it! And like jumps <laughs> on to Pine and is just like on Pine's face. It's <laughs> like, there's something Yo, there, there. There's she... something there. Just starts like trying to claw <laughs> at you. Um, uh, Put... <laughs> Pine, if you would like to uh, remake the charisma saving throw for me, <laughs> sure. Oh my god, no. (laughs) What did you roll? So what's three plus five? Eight. Uh, Eight. eight? He sees something. Yeah, so you're dealing with, and you throw, and you get, like, cheese off of you, but you still, just this magic that you are not aware of is still on you. But Alex, you are starting to make your way into the pond. Yeah. Uh, I need uh, you
1: to, you go ahead. Oh, no, uh, go ahead. I was gonna depending on what you say. I was thinking about maybe if the pond was... I was not feeling anything from the pond, I was going to book it. L- oh. Like, run run to the... It, yeah, no, if I would... Figured... W- what? Sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, I, I step in the pond, and if I'm not, like, feeling...
0: Oh, yeah, you put your first foot into the pond, and it, I mean, it feels gross and kind of sludgy, yeah. like you think it'll take a decent amount of strength to try and get there, yeah. then yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Since I know it's not like anything like acid really, then I'm gonna like no. do my best to go there.
0: Okay. Yeah, so you start trudging through and like more or less it's like, it's, it's a slow going process. And there's a part of you that feels like there is magic here and it, it seems to be even now trying to keep you from getting closer. I need you to make a strength saving throw as you continue forward. Strength saving throw. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Natural 20, baby! Okay. Well, <sighs> I wasn't expecting that. Li- I'm gonna use that to get you were all you, the way back. Were you there. not expecting it? No, I it's wasn't. Sean I literally. We're talking okay, about. listen. I had it specifically set up that he was gonna have to roll like three different strength saving throws to get to this fucking tree. I wasn't expecting a natural <laughs> twenty, so I'm now just going to narrate exactly what happens on that twenty. So here's what happens, Alex. As you go through, and you can feel like the magic of this sludgy pond whole, like, trying, like, as you're walking forward, it seems to try and slow you down, to a point where you're just like, no, and you just start trudging forward, that sort of I was raised by dwarves sorry to put that out there just yeah, like, that stubbornness like, no I have been buried almost alive and in the ground, I this is nothing to me, and you just start going forward to the point where
1: you can start I just say that, it's not going to manifest, but can I just say like a, like a Not physically Manifest, but, like, spiritually kind of Manifest, my my magic armor. Yeah, it
0: kind of just starts to, like, emanate from you, this sort of spectral, like, the the magic of the Feywild can feel your, like, intensity. You see some of the trees start to, like, lean in to give you some attention, watching you do this. Um... And you just start going, and then as you get like halfway through, you can start to feel like like the water starts to move, trying to push you back, like it's actively trying to keep you from getting this tree. To like as you get close, you literally watch and pine, you start to see this too. You watch as literal hands of like murky water start to try and like come up and push Alex back, but Alex isn't having any of it, god damn it. And he just <laughs> starts going, and eventually you reach the tree and you touch. This iron flask that's embedded in the tree, and everything, the water, stops. And it's still, again, the trees go back, and you are there with your hand on this flask. And, Pine, immediately the magic is away from your face, and now you see your companion, Alex, touching this thing on this tree. What do you do, Alex? I will say, you're not able to pull the iron flask from the tree, but the stopper is there if you so wish to open it.
1: Oh, the sapper. I'm
0: gonna open it. And this rush of incredibly sweet-smelling aroma just exudes from it. And cherry blossom petals shoot out of this flask to eventually a fully-formed humanoid just explodes from the flask. And And you see, just cloaked in a draping cloak of, like, cherry blossom petals and, like, long eladrin, um, ears and, like, beautiful flowing pinkish hair, this sort of androgynous, slightly masculine, uh, individual just appears before you and as they kind of, like, float out and then, like, you watch as, like, sort of in this, like, flowing form their foot touches the the water of the pond and it just goes whoa sort of um you know fantasia 2000 just erupts in life and the lily and the water becomes crystal clear the lilies spring back to life the tree itself slowly becomes a living tree again and just explodes in a vibrant color of pink blossoms and like petals and it falls down all around you all the trees that were like reeling away just start to like come back in as this pond goes from this mucky yucky just awful smelling like putrid pond just appears to be this beautiful serene pond again and this individual just kind of looks up holds their hands on your face and goes you you saved me and kisses you each cheek and the forehead I owe you a gift and a favor but right now I must leave thank you so Uh, much what is your name uh uh, Alex Arcadius (laughs) Alex Arcadius I shall remember this for the rest of my days I am the Prince of Blossoms and you've just freed me from a life imprisonment. Thank you. You're welcome. I must go. Oh, Wait, I should go. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> so you telling my cheeks. <laughs> but I owe you a gift and a favor. Till okay. we meet again one day. Okay. Thank you. And I just swirl off and away. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm free. <laughs> I think I did oh. it. <laughs> Oh, so is the, like, pond all clear now? It's beautiful. Like, it is oh. crystal clear. The tree is alive and thriving. Um, the lilies are, like, back. And you see, like, animals start to, like, just immediately out of the wood. Like, the tree line just start to come over to, um, take a drink from the water. Huh. Well, that was definitely something there. Oh. See, I told you. Yes, thank you, Cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm just does this make me any less sad? <laughs> Honestly, it does. Like, <laughs> okay. literally seeing this happen completely cures your sadness. Well,
1: Alex, it seems like you've made us a pretty powerful ally in the future. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Lily <laughs> <Really> showed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we do still have a mission to get to, ah, so right. We we so must get going.
1: Well, hope maybe we'll see him, and I guess I have to see him <laughs> anyway.
0: I sure hope we see him.
1: Yeah, just hope he's calmed
0: down a little bit from being in prison. <laughs> a little bit. No, he's he, he is one of the Fae. There's no such thing as calming down. Let's go. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So, and now okay, finally, just,
1: I know. Just yeah. I just want to remember that's he say it was the Prince of Blossom the prince
0: of blossoms and right? he hold me- on let me double check that that is what I have written hold on yep Prince of blossoms
1: Prince of blossoms and he owes me a gift and a favor yep okay I don't know why I was thinking when you what you were describing him I kind of imagined him as like uh the way you like a what was it like a kim- kimono like Sakura kimono kind of thing Mm. I don't know why. I was kind of thinking of uh, Sakura Kimono, but a JoJo Golden Wind fashion, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? his his chest is like showing, like the. I know, mean, uh, honestly, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why that. I don't know why that image came to me, but it did. Hey, <laughs> it works, you know. Yeah, well, these Ladrin pretty fucking hot, regardless <laughs> <Yeah>. of. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go then. What they are? They're pretty androgynous. They they're they're gender fluid. They do what they want. Um, alright. Alright, guys. I will say
1: this, just because of that, I will take it like, I'm thinking that snow woman as well. As well. Just as a back of my head. Like, mm-hmm. could this be the same? I don't know, but we still have a mission to
0: do. Alright, guys, and then I will roll this final one to see what you guys run into. Let's, uh, roll that. won't. Until... <laughs> Nope, sorry. Keep getting the same ones you guys do. Alright. Rolling ones and twos, ones and twos. Yep. <laughs> is it a three? <laughs> it's not a three, no. Oh. <laughs> it is the number seven. Mm. So, after experiencing that incredible display of beauty and passion, um, and whatever sort of magic put the Prince of Blossoms there is, you know, for this moment in time, a mystery. But you continue on in the direction, and you can feel the rats like, okay, we know for certain, this direction for sure. Um, and you keep going, and the foliage is kind of thicks. So you're kind of having to push your way through, and eventually you push through into an open patch, and before you is a massive golden-haired bear just sitting on its rump looking up at the sky. Is there, like, a clearing in the trees? Yes. You kind of look up, and oddly enough, you can see, like, stars. It's weird, it's like the night, it's sort of like a twilight here, and the night sky is above you with twinkling stars. And this massive, golden-haired bear just seems to be sitting, looking up at the stars, completely, as far as you know, unaware of your presence. Hmm. Does he seem Hostile. Uh, make an insight check.
1: Mine's probably the same.
0: <sighs> insight plus one. Oh my gosh, right! I'm so sorry. You rolled that natural twenty, and now it's like all bad. <laughs> yeah, it, five.
1: That, Ooh. Well, it's <laughs> not nice. rolled a two plus three.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: mine is still pretty bad. Seven.
0: Okay, I'll say wasn't that high of a of a thing. Okay. This bear does not seem in any way um hostile if anything it seems curious and very uh uh I can't uh you almost get the sense that this bear is sort of thinking about what it's seeing like it's trying to take in the the lights in the sky i'm just looking i'm just
1: looking at it like i respect Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all (laughs) i
0: will i'm gonna calmly walk up to it and just kind of look up just basically looking where he's looking okay looking where they're looking yep no no response Mm, not at the moment no what do you do alex uh I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And I just sit down and just kind of keep looking up too.
1: Yeah, I'll do the same, but I can't do too long since we got mission, but.
0: Right, right. So you both sit down with this golden haired bear and you kind of look up and just kind of take in the oddly starry night sky ahead of you. And you just kind of see is like the stars kind of move in a pattern that isn't natural in any way. Like they're almost, they're alive themselves. Whatever sort of spirits call themselves the stars just kind of move around in whatever pattern they choose to dance in. Mm. And then you see like a comet shoot by. And then another. And another. Until like seven comets have like shot past your view. And that's when... um, You just feel like this, your body feels lighter and it's enlightened and it just feels like warm and happy. And Mm -hmm. you each have an inspiration point. Hey, that means you can, I don't think we've done it before, but that essentially means you can re-roll a roll and take, I think, either that or the previous roll. Cool. So wait, what, what did we do? You guys have, you have gained a point of inspiration. Yeah, I got that. Which is different from like Bardic inspiration. Essentially, this DM inspiration is like you, if you roll something and it's bad, you can expend your inspiration point to re-roll, um, the die to try and get a better result. Okay, and that could be for, that can be for anything? Anything. Yep. Any d20 roll, not like a damage roll. Like a saving throw, skill check, uh, an attack roll. Like anything involving the d20.
1: Just so people know, that's the first that's ever happened to us! (laughs) It is.
0: It's the first time I've... I think I've given you guys inspiration from anything we've done. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first, hopefully, will be something helpful to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And with that, after seeing these sort of seven comets shoot by, you feel like the rumbling of the bear sitting up. It kind of just like shakes its head a little bit. And just starts plodding off into the woods. It's a good time. It's a good time spending with a golden bear. Yes, I feel inspired. (laughs) Indeed. Onward to saving a child. Yes! Yeah! Yeah, let's go save Siegfried. I believe. Right through these trees. I think that's where it is. The lair of the mean locks. Let's go. All right. So, you head in that direction. And I think, really quick, we will take a break. Okay. and when we return you guys will fight some you will Thanks. rescue a child <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right and we'll see you all in a little bit oh boy that was quite a uh exciting bit of adventuring we had there huh well welcome to the mid-break of this podcast uh i'm eric from the future and uh well, let's see what kind of other craziness happens when we go rescue this boy from these mean locks, huh? All right, back we go. And we're back. Hi, folks. So, you guys have just experienced various different encounters with the Feywild. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, the Wilds and not the Feywild, but somehow, you know, interlinked.
1: Small part And you
0: them. now find yourself, after dealing with an incredibly sad procession, rescuing uh, the Prince of Blossoms, whoever, they, <laughs> whoever he they might be, whoever that person is, and then also having a very lovely, calming interaction with a massive golden bear staring up at the stars, just kind of contemplating life the universe and everything in it. Yep. To where now you find yourself farther in, just beyond the tree line of that clearing This cave before you, set in sort of this, you know, rocky, cliffish face, just heightened up uh, with trees all around it, you know, when you go walking through the woods and various ledges kind of are abound, and you can see in front of you the meanest angriest-looking cave entrance you've ever seen. Like, it's got, like, the extra cave holes that make it look like eyes, it's a big old <laughs> toothy mouth with the slag tights, and it's just dripping with evil and menace and meanness. Uh, and you hear the rats, are just like, yeah! That's the place! That's where they took them! Yeah! That
1: mean-looking cave! Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> so. And you two Was this the see place where you, you
0: all played with the child? Well, I mean, not, not exactly, but you know, we followed them to find where they took him so we'd at least know for when we came back with, you know, adventurers like you guys. And we didn't go in, because like, look at how scary it is. Fair. But we know that he's there. Fair. And, you know, maybe the way we took this time wasn't as direct a route, but it was... Uh, we got here. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, this place is kind of wacky and weird. Like, it's... it's the yeah, fame magic, you know? The, the, you don't need to explain that much to me. That I know. Yeah. So, um... We'll be with you, but we ain't gonna be useful in a fight, really.
1: Oh you never know. You were useful in help distracting pine. Yeah. I've got uh, I'm mighty cheese. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, who knows? And
0: I'm and I'm mighty ale. Yep. Nice. And, and I'm your and I'm your boss and then we got, you know. <laughs> we got boss I'm and potato. <laughs> potato! I like I it! I like the have potato. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, no, i No, I've I another. It is Spud. <laughs> Spud. I like it. So, the two of you. So, yep. Let's so re- quietly, re- quietly re- head on in. We don't okay. know what possibly quietly. these quiet. You mean locks could be. Yes, quietly.
1: Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> um. I'm saying that because so, my I'm at a disadvantage with stealth. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: are you, Alex, are you armoring up?
1: Oh, can I uh stop the stealth?
0: No uh, no no, I, I, I mean not
1: stop the stealth, but prevent my disadvantage.
0: Well, so you have your armor. Are what form of armor is is it like the infiltrator? In, oh the, it, yeah, the infiltrator?
1: The, yeah, the infiltrator. That's the one I was going for.
0: Okay. Then I think that has an ability where it gets rid of the disadvantage. For stealth, if you're in that form of your armor, okay. Let me see.
1: Because we oh,
0: lightning launcher. Oh, you have advantage
1: on dexterity stealth checks. Okay, so that technically can't well, well, yeah. What it if can't, it, what it, oh, okay, okay, damping field, you have an advantage on dexterity stealth checks. If the armor normally imposes disadvantage on such checks, the advantage and disadvantage cancel each other out. So I'm just rolling regular stealth,
0: yes. Okay, right. So you're rolling regular stealth. all right. So well, in that case, i better... So you are...
1: Alright, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, cheese and ale, you might wanna prep for this. Or actually, I'm gonna put them on Pine's, uh, shoulders. If it's the okay. size so so got four rats, four rats on his. Okay. He's
0: carrying four rats.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Alright, here we go. And I'm just gonna say, Armor Evolution! And then, uh, so, uh, from my armor.
0: I don't want, know.
1: I want transforming music, but come on. <laughs> got me more action pack. But anyway. Uh, that's, that's all yeah, I had right now. now. But basically, you see, uh, magic coming from my armor and it travels like through my veins, like a glowing veins with like runic, uh, spelling coming in and it transforms mm-hmm. my, first my right arm, then my left arm, then my legs, covering my body. And then finally, it, tra- oh yeah, just for the people. Uh, listen, the armor for this armor, it's just going to look like the armor you see in, uh, the Tasha's Culture of everything. If you look mm. on the Artificer armor class, but the head, uh, you're going to, people are going to have to look this up. This is actually my own customized head, but it kind of looks like, uh, if you look up Balamar, look up the head for Balamar, you'll see. It's pretty easy. I think it's the only thing that's going to show up on Google or Bing or whatever search engine you use. But anyway, it takes mm. over my face. Uh, my, like the, like a screen cover of my eyes turns black, but then it like glows, like with eyes, kind of like a Gundam's eyes. And mm-hmm. then I just go, so mark one! But, um... Yep.
0: Wow, that was cool. Can I look in the cave just to see like, if all that noise like, <laughs> startled anything? No, like usually with any sort of anime transformation, it, it's as it, silent it, as <laughs> it, it, it happens in his own little <laughs> demi-plane, but we see everything. Yes, <laughs> you see everything happen, but it's just like separate. It's weird. You, ca- It's like somehow separate from every other weird magic thing that's happening right now. Yeah. So like to you, Pine and the rats, you see this glowing and, and suddenly... So Yes, so so after it's However, all done and we're out of that, it's just oddly silent. Maybe just a little bit of wind. Just like blowing. weirdly quiet. Like it's almost Ooh. like the Feywild itself is like, what the <laughs> fuck?
1: <laughs> so, all right, I'm ready. Oh, the cheese and she's nailed. You've come back on.
0: <laughs> on your shoulders. Yep. All right, so the two of you, rats on shoulders, um, head on into the meanest looking cave you've ever done. Did see? Um. But you want to go stealthily, so why don't you both roll me a stealth check? And I will say, the rats will help you in giving you advantage on these rolls.
1: Since they're familiar so, with the place.
0: Yeah, they, w- familiar-ish, it's more just like helping you be kind of quiet, I guess. Yeah, alright. Uh, 14,
1: that's 15.
0: Uh, 10. Alright, I got 15. Oh, what did you get? <laughs> oh no, Ryan. You slap hand and forehead. <laughs> Even with advantage, what did you get? With advantage, I rolled a 6 and a 1. Oh, crap. 9 oh, for advantage. No. Or 9 for well, stealth. Alright, I have 15. Nope. 15, okay, alright. <laughs> and what so, you get there? For your, like, Just for me dropping the, <laughs> the dice? Dropping the dice into it? A 19! <laughs> wow. I guess we know how you have to roll your dice from now on. <laughs> <laughs> right, how about so you do a you couple of, how about you do a couple of rolls before you actually it doesn't help. Do well, I was, yeah. dad was no. talking to us. I rolled a 20. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that means nothing. Fine. Whatever. All right. Just so, uh
1: in brace, maybe that's yeah. the thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Ryan, you rolled a 9. A 9. Okay. And Alex you or yeah, Pine rolled a 9. Alex rolled a 15. 15. Okay. So, as you head through this incredibly spooky cave, you hear in the distance, like the very back, like as you keep walking, and it's it's interesting. Pine, you know or would remember, mean locks as they kind of inhabit a place longer, um, their dwellings, their layers, uh, start to twist and wind and create like awful, like maze like patterns in their hideouts. You can tell these Mealox have not been here that long, mm-hmm. as it seems like this is just a one straight shot, uh, like cave entrance. But you can see like in the walls of this cave, like it's starting to like slightly head off in little possible directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but not enough to would make you want to go in them yet. And, as you keep walking, you can hear in the distance, it sounds like arguing is happening uh between like three three different voices um in the back. Uh, you see a little bit of light kind of emanating from the very back of this chamber. Mm-hmm. So as you guys kind of sneak up, you can see in this sort of circular chamber. Three mean locks, which I guess I'll show you guys the picture from the uh, the book what they look like because I don't think I've, you've seen these yet. No, that is what a mean lock looks like. No. God, they look
1: like lice or fleas.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah. For the audience, if you wanna, it basically look like big old weird flea-like crab-clawed creatures. They're natural <laughs> insectoid. Hairy, evil, fake creatures. If you type in "mean lock" into you know Google or whatever, you can probably find it. If you're not driving, you know, don't try to. <laughs> well, most people listen to podcasts when they drive. You know, yeah, yeah. S um,
1: Siri, look up mean locks.
0: Yes. If that I mean,
1: actually do like, if that actually worked when I'm talking and it's just pl- Siri, let's not. Yeah, <laughs> let's not, not. sure we did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Well, like, as that's going, you can hear them, like, arguing, and as you kind of look through, you can see three meanlocks sitting in, like, the center of the cave, and the very back, you see this young, red-haired, um, boy, wrapped in, um, rope, who, uh, is is yeah, in, like, the very back of the wall of the cave, with, like, weird floating sort of fairy lights dancing around, um, but you see the three mean locks in the center and you can hear them. Uh and I tell you Meaner, that we have to wait until old Iron Hands comes in to get the boy. Yeah, well I don't think we need to wait that much, mean. I think we Meanie, I think we should just eat the boy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Meanest what the heck? You know we can't understand you. I don't understand what happened to your vocal cords when you came into this world. But, like,
1: shut up! Hey, hey, don't talk to meanest like that. He tries just as hard as any else's Yeah, well, if he could talk well, then maybe we can understand what
0: he's trying to say. Um, so... You looking down at the three meanlocks, known as Meanie, Meaner, and Meanest, seem to be arguing over what to do with this child. You hear one says they should just eat the kid. Another is saying they have to wait for whoever old whoever Iron Hands is. And then there's the other one, Meanest, who apparently isn't able to actually say any, uh, uh, you know, words. But it doesn't seem it seems that because of their arguing, they have not noticed you. And you just hear this is like <laughs> So What would you guys like to do? In this moment that you have to potentially And then you hear she's like, Oh man, they're just so scary and mean looking
1: And <laughs> it's like honestly, I just feel like I'm gonna like, squash them.
0: <laughs> yep, I just get my two scimitars ready. Okay. Uh I say, well. You ready, Alex? Oh yeah. And I cast like divine I favor of myself. Okay, you cast divine favor. Anything you do, Alex? Uh,
1: give me a second. I don't think there's anything I typically don't need to prepare those, but I think I'm I'm ready.
0: Okay. So you guys just rush on in? Yeah. Uh um,
1: Yeah, alright. Actually, I was gonna probably <laughs> fire magic missile
0: first. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do first. I need you guys to roll some initiative for me, and I'm gonna roll some initiative here, and then we will do the surprise round. Which, because a surprise round essentially allows you to get a whole free round before them, because they are surprised. All right. So, meanie or meaner? No meanie. Yeah, meanie. Okay.
1: Okay. Oh, what's that plus? Uh, should... Wow, Uh Oh, they rolled high. Well, there's some good thing they attacked. <laughs> oh no, oh, yeah.
0: I'm Are you ready for us? I am ready for you guys. So, Pine, what did you get? 18. 18. All right. And, Alex, what did you get? 15. 15. Okay. Okay. Um, they rolled incredibly well. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, but you guys have a surprise round. So you fly on in, or at least Pine flies on in, uh, Radiant golden natural aura exuding from their body. I know, it's and then, <laughs> Alex, you're starting to cast the spell, yep. um, and these milaks go. <clears throat> um. So, with that, Pine, what would you like to do on your first round of surprise or your surprise round? Uh, just go up to one of the first ones, whichever one's closest to me, and just take my two swings. Uh, roll a d6 for me. On a 1 to 2, it's meanie. On a uh, 3 to 4, it's meaner. And on a 5 to 6, it's meanest. Oh, 3. Close, I guess. 3? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, meaner. Alright. You're attacking meaner. He's the one who... wanted to eat the kid? Uh, meaner's... meaner's the one that wants to eat the kid. Okay, cool. Okay, so two strikes on him. Mm-hmm. That's a... Fourteen? The first 14? one. Uh that is a miss. Oh. oh fuck. And my other attack? Come on, Scotty. No, nope. they're fourteen. Oh nope. Fuck. <laughs> no. Nope. Roll the four. Sorry sorry, kids. <laughs> you run on in and you go and then you just like get yeah, then just like ah, uh, uh, as it kinda like dodges out of the way. Um but now, Alex, it is your turn. What are you you saying you're casting magic yes. missiles? So I gotta describe this. So yeah, what does it look like? On
1: my, uh, left side, a missile launcher appears I mm. but I made a little flare to this. It's gonna shape like a cheese wedge <laughs> and with three holes. And there's like a little gunner's seat on the back. <laughs> this is, it's like, all right, cheese, get ready. We're gonna fire out these meat locks. Yeah, let's let them have it. <laughs> and, uh, each start is gonna, like, each one's gonna, hit. Or, I can shoot three, each one's gonna hit a...
0: One dart to each of yeah, them? Yeah, one
1: dart to each of them.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yep, so a Target's like, i was gonna say, say mean locks. this is kind of another action thing that might be in my head, kind of like transferring Satan's so like, kiss mm-hmm. your fucking bye! Magic missile, march! <laughs> yeah! Eat magical lead! <laughs> 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 and then...
0: Alright, cool. Uh, yeah, so roll, um, you can either just roll 1d4 plus 1 and that'll do the what that damage to all of them or you can roll each individual d4 however you want to do it.
1: I'll uh, do all at once. Oh, Alright, okay. okay. One roll. And lucky for me. Uh, three. So it's, uh, four damage to
0: all of them. Four damage to all of them. Alright. Yeah. They definitely, you watch as those three missiles like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And it's like, <shrie> ah, uh, um, as they have have been damaged, um, and are definitely looking—you know—they've been hurt. Uh, that the damage is like kind of singeing off of them. But now we go to the top around as meanest—the the one that doesn't seem to have any actual vocal cords or not vocal cords, but is able to actually make sounds, actual words. Um, like. <shrie> And is going to uh, go after you, Pine. So it's going to make one of its claw attacks uh, against you. Uh, oh God! That's a seventeen plus four. You know one. oddly enough, that hits. Uh, yeah, it it definitely does. So um, i you stay hunt. They are rolling so well. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. You take eight points of slashing damage as this thing comes in and like scrapes at your breastplate, and you just kind of feel that force go through you. Um, uh, I lose to find favor.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no.
0: Uh-oh. Uh, but that's it. And then Meaner, who uh you attacked, also goes to attack you. Uh, but that is a 6 plus 4 for a 10, so he this misses. Is- so he goes, Eh. Yeah, I'm gonna get you! And he tries to get you, and it, uh, it, he misses. He goes to get you with one of his big old weird pincer claws, and misses wonderfully. Uh, and then the last one, Meaner, decides to go after Al's, like, Eh, I'm gonna get you and your little rats, too! Um, with a 10 plus 4 is 14, but that misses you, because you have a 16, yes. right?
1: Yes. So Alright,
0: goes over, and tries to snap at you, and you kinda dodge out of the way, and she's like, Yeah, yeah, you can't hurt us! Um... So now, oh, sorry, Pine. You were in the it before. Uh, Meanie went to attack Alex. What would you like to do? Apologies. Um, I'll take a slice at meanest. Okay. For one attack. <coughs> that misses. Oh no! <laughs> so, I'll try attacking him again. Mm. Oh my god! I miss again.
1: Oh jeez! You have an inspiration you if you know want to try that. I'm
0: gonna use it. Okay, that is least... a sixteen. That's a hit! Oh, thank thank God. God! Thank God that. And very you short. know what? Smite, <laughs> smite him, smite meanness. My first smite. So that's what. Uh...
1: It's two D eight.
0: So I'm rolling my scimitar attack first, or scimitar damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be seven slashing damage. Alright, and then six on the Divine Smite. Six on Divine Smite, okay. Yeah, Minus is uh, looking hurt as you miss with the first one, and then you swing back, and there's a moment where you can just, like, think, like, the comet's in the sky, and your scimitar lights up, and it slashes forward in this big comet-like streak across of its chest, and it goes, Ah! Um... (laughs) excuse <laughs> me sorry uh <laughs> as you slash into him pretty deep uh and then uh meanie already because i passed a pine sorry and now alex it is your turn what would you like to do okay you have you have one mean lock on you um so right
1: um i i was thinking thunder wave but i don't think it's safe with the kid and pine right there because does, I... does it affect them I'll say
0: it's this this circular area is big enough where you could cast Thunder Wave and it would only hit Meenie if that's what you're trying to do. Okay,
1: I, no, I want to save that for more of a group.
0: Um, okay.
1: Yeah, I want to save that for more of a group. Let me look at the options here. Uh, again, so many, so much shit. Nah, I've already seen the key trips. Okay, um.
0: Your cantrips are free. Oh so yeah, it's not I like you. I know,
1: but I'm gonna say that. still so. uh, so instead, I'm going to I'm gonna use my mace. So how this works. okay? So how this works? It's from my left hand. I go to like punch the me- the lean like in front of me, but it changes into a mace. Into a mace, and hand? I ca- yeah. And I'm calling this
0: the punch.
1: And,
0: all right, and bam. <laughs> Yeah, roll your uh, your mace attack.
1: All right, first attack. That's going to be a plus five. Uh, that's a... Come on, brain do math. 16? Uh, 16. 16 is a hit. Yep. All right, so Six plus three. Five, there we go. So plus three, eight. Eight points of bludgeon.
0: Eight points of bludgeon damage, all right. All right, yeah. You swing back and you... Do like a little punch uppercut with your mace uh, arm. And he just goes...
1: And uh,
0: still standing. Yeah. All right. So, top of the round, meanest, who's definitely looking a lot more hurt this time, is just gonna go and swing at you, Pine. And oh my gosh, another 17. <laughs> He might not be able to form actual words, but he can hit. Yeah, he can. Uh, five, six, seven. You take seven points of slashing damage, and it tries to cut through you. Um, how you doing? Yeah, I'm still okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now it's Meaner, and Meaner's gonna make a swing on you, Pine, because he's right there. And that's a five plus four. That's a nine. So apparently, all we can hit is Meanus. Cool. Um, so, but now it's your turn, Pine. What would you still like? Still going do? after Meanus? Cause God, he keeps all hitting right. me. He does, that he does. That is a. 16. 16's a hit. And you know what? I'm gonna smite again. Yeah, smite him good. How many times can you smite? As many as times many as I have slots. slots. Oh, okay. So this is scimitar damage. Mm-hmm. That's four slashing.
1: Mm
0: hmm. And. It's seven points of radiant. Seven points of radiant? Uh huh. Alright, you slash at Minus with your scimitar lighting up like the comets in the sky and cut another large swath across his chest and goes, Ah! ah I can speak in these final moments. <laughs> and just falls over, dies, and just kind of it like explodes into like angry mean energy and just like, Ah! <laughs> just like, I was able to talk in those last final moments. Um, so, with your second attack, would you like to attack the other one? Um, Actually, let me see, hold on. Um, what's that? Um, I'm actually going to use a use of my uh, channel divinity to oh. restore a spell slot. Oh yeah, do that. As my bonus action yeah so, as a bonus action, you call out to the the to nature itself and poured that energy into you, and it's almost enhanced being here in like the gray wilds uh, and even get through this sort of like layer of meanness it just pulls into it and you can feel yourself rejuvenate that energy mm-hmm. uh so that's your turn and then I turn in, and meanie is next to me uh meaner meaner meanie is up against Alex. Okay. and I just turn to meaner. All right, you stare down, just like, these weird buggy eyes. Uh, And then Meanie is going to make another swing against Alex, Uh, but that's a three plus four, that's a seven. So once again, another double-like swing at you and and a complete miss with the claws. So, uh, Alex, what would you like to do? Um...
1: You know, I kind of... I want to do this, but... Is there do a, it! I know. Is there a way how I could get its medium, meaner that are left? Right? Yeah. Is there a way how I could get my thunder wave to hit both of them and not hit a... Uh, or are they like too far away? Or
0: I? Uh, they're probably a little too far away to get both of them together. Okay. Um. So. All right. Well, but you could also like magic missile again if you want. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I'm gonna use thunder wave. Because, All right. so, mm-hmm. on my right shoulder, uh, a thunder cannon appears. However, this mm-hmm. time, with a little added touch, at the tip of the cannon, a little ale jug appears.
0: Oh, perfect. And
1: a gunner's seat for ale.
0: <laughs> yeah, taste my barreled fury. Yes,
1: okay, so I'm gonna cast thunderwave at a uh, meaning, right?
0: Yes. yes.
1: So I'm just gonna see yes. here comes the boom! Thunk! No, not, not the wave. I'll call you my own thing. Here comes the boom. Sonic Cannon!
0: Alright, and that's a con save. What is your spell save again? Uh,
1: Yeah, constitution save. Uh, let me get to my spell save. Oh, that's the wrong page.
0: It's like a 14, I think. Yeah, 14. That is a 3 plus 1. All right. Four.
1: So he's going to take the full 2d8. Yes. All right. As soon as I can get my... D. There it is. And I'm not anyth- anything,
0: anything is just straight 2d8, right? Just straight
1: 2d8, yeah. yeah. Three and seven. So that's uh, 10 points of thunder damage.
0: 10 points of thunder damage. Nicely done. And you watch as that blasts out in this sort of like frothy bit of like <laughs> tex- texture to the thunderous wave um, of your thunder cannon. Um. As you watch as Meena gets blasted, it actually, uh, roll a, um, a, uh, let's say just a roll a D6. If you roll, like, an even number, he lands into meaner, and they take a little damage. Okay. On an odd, it just lands near him. Okay. You said D6? Yeah, D6. Evens, it hit, the cla- he basically gets blasted into the other mean lock on an odd, uh, he just gets near him. Okay. One. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, so you just watch as, as Meanie gets blasted and like lands at the feet of Meaner, so they're like right next to each other now. Uh but Meanie is looking real hurt. Uh but now at the top of the round, Meaner just like goes and slashes uh the claws again at at Pine for a natural one. <laughs> um <sighs> You watch as it goes to Slash, but, like, the combined force of Meanie going towards it and just, like, trips up. Uh, Meany goes, And just, like, comedically falls back as it tries to swing, and you see both of these creatures are now lying on the floor, prone, uh, before you pine. Cool. What would you like to do? I'm gonna attack. With advantage. With advantage, because God only knows I need it. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, 22. Twenty-two. That is a hit. I'm going to be hitting Oh, meaner. is this meaner? Okay. Um. Yeah, and I'm just going to hit him with the Scimitar. Yeah. Four points of slashing. <laughs> Four points of slashing damage. Okay. Hey. Every little bit counts. Yep. All right. And then second attack against meaner again. All right. With advantage. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three is a hit. Now this time I'm smiting. Yes, might him good. So that is 5 points of slashing damage.
1: Mhm.
0: And 7 points of radiant.
1: 7 points of radiant damage. All right. Yeah, they're
0: both looking real rough like for sure. Um but then Meanie's going to stand up and go, eh. "Yeah. Yeah." You like gotta swing at you, pine. Uh nine plus four, that's a thirteen. So that's a no. That's a no. Uh but now it's Alex's turn. What would you like to do? Alright. Well,
1: my right arm. <laughs> I'm like fully alone uh-huh. here. Is going to transform into an axe. Okay. Uh what was it? Yeah, just a hand axe. And mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw it.
0: <laughs> You're gonna Chuck. Yeah, uh, but
1: I will I wouldn't say chuck. I'm gonna it like mm-hmm. forms. I'm just gonna position my hand, and, like, shoot it, and this is not gonna add anything to the roll. I'm gonna add, like, rock, right, right. like little rocket launchers that make it, like, a sp- gyro spinning <laughs> motion at it.
0: And I'm just gonna, gotcha, go, gotcha. I'm just gonna
1: say, flying on color. <laughs>
0: Alright, so this will go after Meanie, who's standing up. So, yep. yeah, make your attack roll.
1: Okay. Uh, that's gonna be 18.
0: 18 is a hit.
1: Alright, and it's also a d6. Yeah, d6. Mm-hmm. Oh, two, but, uh, plus three is five. Five slashing. Five. Come on, come on, come
0: on. You watch as that axe with its little magical rocket boost, like, fire, like, rocket boosters just goes, and then goes, clunk! Yes! And just slams on the ground and vaporizes in this, like, mean energy. Um, so... At the top of the round, Miner, the last mean lock there, stands up and just wildly swings on uh, Pine. Uh, ooh, 15 plus 4. That's a 19. That that's going to hit. And, oh, two ones. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, four total points of damage on you, Pine. Kay. As it just, like, youkins up with its <laughs> claws from the ground. <laughs> so now it's your turn, Pine. Yep. And uh, Meaner's looking real bad. I'm gonna make him look even worse. So two attacks on him. Mm. All right. That's a sixteen. That's a hit. I'm just gonna roll for my other attack just real fast. Absolutely. And that's a seventeen. That's a hit. Both hits. All right. That's going to be twelve points of slashing damage. How would you like to completely destroy this remaining mean lock? So as he does that uppercut, it kind of just like catches and Pine just kind of looks down and smiles and is like, nice try. And just does like a whirling dervish and just slashes him all the way down. Perfect. You just kind of just spin around in this like dance a little bit inspired by the beauty that was the Prince of Blossoms <laughs> and comets and just like whirl around and like pose and just bits and pieces just chunked, as though he were- you were essentially de a crab, um, <laughs> and just explodes, and you just hear, dang it! And it explodes, and then, um, you notice something drop when this last mean lock dies, and you see on the ground that like, you hear, clink, clink, uh, and it seems to be this circ- like, essentially this flat donut shape Made of iron that falls to the ground, hmm. um, left behind. But then you also see there is the boy Siegfried off in the like back of the room, who doesn't seem to have moved in any way. It seems to be kind of just like tied up and off to the side. I'm so. gonna head over and get the okay. get the child, get Siegfried. Right. Okay, yeah. After seeing uh, him, I'm gonna well pick up my hand
1: axe and also mm. pick up the donut. <laughs>
0: This, yeah, it's, like, a flat, like, literally, like, a flat iron donut shape. So, like, yeah. maybe about as big as, like, your palm.
1: Okay. Do yeah. so I notice any significance
0: in it? It's cold to the touch. Um, But other than that, you don't notice anything else about it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Pine, you head over to the kid, to Siegfried, and you get over there, and it, and you can see he's not asleep. But his eyes are closed, he's kind of sweaty, he seems to be in this, like, he's wrapped up in, the in like, the ropes and just tends to be shivering, and just like,
1: no, no.
0: And it's just like, for whatever reason, is like in this weird sort of fever sleep. And that's when you also notice uh, the boy's feet have started to change. Oh, no. To be like that of the Mean Locks. It seems that it's slowly happening. Um, but it but it's happening uh do, do i remember anything from any kind of sage wisdom i was told about meanlocks about how to stop it there are very few things that can really stop this sort of transformation And a lot of those things are incredibly powerful magic. So you feel like nothing in your array right now... Might be able to stop this transformation. Especially because this is something that happens over time... From prolonged exposure... um, From being constantly bombarded by the anger of these meanlocks. So the fact that this is even happening... Like, slowly to this kid means that there's probably something about this kid that makes him maybe a bit more sensitive to the magic around him. Hmm. Well, first off, let's get him out of this cave, and quick. Yeah, as you, like, pick up the kid and, like, Alex, you're picking up the token, you can feel, like, rumbling and roiling as the very, like cave around you starts to move and like royal and it's just like this movement, just like oh no what's happening oh god it's the the layers transforming back to its natural state and you just like feel like it just starts to like encase around you and you just feel yourself being pushed along and you're just like whoa as it's just like it's <laughs> okay, moving around out. Here. <laughs> yeah it's like you try to run but you're just being pushed along like this weird earthen roller coaster ride oh, and eventually we we pan outside of the mouth of the cave, and you can see the mouth of the cave roll <laughs> as it spits you guys out, very cartoonish, like onto the ground, and you're just kind of like laying there, bit covered in like dirt and some mud, and you watch the cave's like scary face mouth just kind of closes and like becomes a regular sort of like rocky, foresty cliff face.
1: Uh, it's. He's still. Uh, Siegfried's still experiencing the change.
0: Yeah, he seems to be still, like, in this feverish dream and, like, s- slowly changing. Like, it seems to just be his feet, but it is slowly working his way up his legs. Just in um, some form of desperation, I'm going to use five points of lay on hands to try and cure a disease on him. Okay. Or... Uh, you use five points of your lay on hands. And while it doesn't cure it, It seems to, like, slow it down even more. Mm -hmm. So if anything, that's a way to kind of keep it from, like, you know, speeding up. But it's, yeah, but it's not a full-on cure. And you can see the rats just like, oh, man, oh, no. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they all kind of look at each other, and she's just like, I mean, we could ask her. You know, she might know what to do. Yeah, but I'm scared going back there. You know. Ask who? Like, yeah. We could go ask the Gray Lady. Does that ring a bell? No. Oh.
1: Well, if she can well, help us, then.
0: I can't see a child turn into another one of those th- things. We have to go. F- we have to go meet her. I stay we wise, another
1: another mean mean lock.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. For Siegfried. We'll take you to her.
1: Let's go.
0: And so, you head on following the rats, with the boy Siegfried in your hands, slowly changing into a mean lock. Off to go see this mysterious individual known as the Grey Lady. And that is where we're gonna end today's session of a work in progress D&D podcast. <laughs> Well that concludes this second episode of our podcast. I hope you're just as excited as I am to see what sort of adventures await our players next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my brothers for joining in on this creative experiment, and an extra special thank you to my wife Allie for her constant support and advice. I have been Eric, and I hope you continue along with us on this adventure, both real and imaginary. Ta-ta for now!